Welcome to a special edition of the About Mansfield podcast, where we talk in a three-part series about manufacturing in Mansfield. Friday, October 7th, the TMAC organization, the Texas Manufacturing Assistance Center, held a conference right here in Mansfield, right here in the Selmark building. And after a lot of the guest speakers spoke on stage, they were brought into my studio to talk about manufacturing. In this episode, part three, we will talk to a couple of staff members from Ben Barber, the president of the University of Texas at Arlington, Dr. Jennifer Cowley, the keynote speaker of the event, Pravina Raghavan, and Selmark CEO and founder, James Sellers. By the way, in the interview with UTA President Dr. Cowley, I do mention that she was the president at one time of the University of North Texas. Turns out she was the provost. We stand corrected. And we invite you to check out the two other episodes of this TMAX series, which can be found on your favorite podcast player. Welcome back to About Mansfield. We are broadcasting from the TMAC conference, which is being held right here at SoMark, the TMAC, the Texas Manufacturers Assistance Center conference, uh, which is taking place on Friday, October 7th. With us in the studio today are a couple of people from Ben Barber, and that's Leslie Waltson and Leanne Tamplin. Uh, Leslie and I go back to uh, Leadership Mansfield, the best class, class three. Class three. And uh, uh, lucky Leslie. And everybody has an illiterate name with uh, with Leadership Mansfield, and Lucky Leslie is here in the studio. And uh, with that, I guess that maybe it would be Leanne, uh, Lucky Leanne. I'll take it. <laughs> Leanne Templin. Uh, first of all, welcome to About Mansfield. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. And since we're here with the, the TMAC, the Texas Manufacturers Assistance Center Conference, talk about uh, what's happening at Ben Barber and, and what brought you here today for the conference and how you are guiding our future manufacturers. Okay, I'll start. Um, so there are a lot of things going on in the world of career and technical education, lots of changes. Um, we are, our mission in Mansfield ISD is for every student to graduate college, career, and life ready. Sure. So we know that not every student um, has a career aspiration that requires them to have a four-year degree. And um, we are working very hard to fill the skills gap, which is the occupations that are out there that require a little more training than a high school diploma. Um, they, re- may, they may require a certification, an industry-based certification that they could earn actually in high school. Um, and then the second part of that is that career and life readiness component is students actually being able to have opportunities to go out in the workforce um, through internships and work with our community partners to see what it's like to be uh, an employee and learn everything about those job skills that they would not be able to learn in a classroom setting and apply the knowledge that they've been learning over the last few years. You had mentioned interns and that one of the Ben Barber students not only has been an intern here once, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jacob Atkinson has been now a two-year intern, mm-hmm. comes in every summer, helps produce our podcast. And and so, yeah, the, the internship, and that's important. He he is now steps above his peers because he's getting that experience, that hands-on experience here in the studio. 
Absolutely. And now, Leslie, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no. So one of the things, I met James several years ago, actually through Leadership Mansfield as well, I believe. Um, but I just knew all of his dreams and, and just innovation of what he was doing. And so I kind of introduced him to Leanne, knowing that she was over all of our students in this manufacturing area. Uh, and was, as one of the business teachers and one of the internship teachers, one of my favorite things is to watch kids connect the dots. So taking what they've learned in the classroom, but then being able to go into industry and see the behind the scenes details of maybe not all that they're working on. So they're doing engineering, they're doing the robotics, they're doing the welding and CNC, but there's an accounting department behind that. There's exactly. a marketing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what uh, my my wife works at UTA and we, we talk about how manufacturing, it's not just the school of engineering, but it's mm -hmm. also the school of business mm -hmm. that it does take accountants mm -hmm. and uh, management. You need that MBA to run the business of manufacturing. So, so when Leanne's talking about all of our students that maybe are not ready to go into college or do a four-year degree, but really wanting to go straight into industry with that skill-based, there's another set of students that are wanting to do that four-year degree mm -hmm. and then take on a leadership role in one of those organizations. And so that's where we really bridge those gaps through the business department as well, or show some of those students who have been through our engineering and manufacturing programs, see that there is a ladder to climb in that industry as well. So seeing what some of those careers are, I often tell people so many of our high school students think of careers through the game of life right. uh, and very limited. So they don't even recognize what all careers are out there in industry that may not look what they think it looked like at one time. So that's a that's a really cool opportunity. One of the guys that was just on the panel, Austin, you can tell he's a big rodeo guy. I didn't need him, but I know he's he's in that world and he's creating shoots and he's creating different things. And so I immediately leaned over to Leanne and said, what a cool opportunity for possibly one of our FFA kids and one of our ag kids sure. that maybe doesn't want to go down the animal route or the rodeo route, but this is this is a manufacturing and welding route. If uh, if any of our listeners out there, I, we're probably broadcasting more to parents than we are to students. Mm -hmm. uh, if uh, if a parent has a, a child who may be coming up into the high school days, how how do they get into the Ben Barber program? Okay, we're we're so glad you asked. So one of the things that we do in Mansfield ISD is every eighth grade student takes a course called Career Pathways where they explore all of the career options. They do interest inventories and aptitude tests to see where do I, my my interests lie and what am I good at. Yeah. And we bring them over to Ben Barber, which is our career and technical education school. Um, and we um, give them a tour and they get to see our students in action. And then um, we talk to them about how to sign up for how to choose a career pathway and which classes they need to sign up for. So every student in Mansfield ISD, every student in Mansfield ISD can take a course at Ben Barber, um, regardless of what campus they're on. Um, that's the beauty of what we do. And something that's so unique about our campus is that we get to bring together all of these students from across the district. You know, we have Timberview kids and Summit kids and Lake Ridge kids and Mansfield and legacy kids all together. And the thing that binds them together is their common interest in what they think they want to do for a career. We're talking with Leanne Templin and Leslie Waldson about uh, about Ben Barber. And I know that on occasion there are open houses 
So we do two um, open houses a year. The first one in, that we had last month was was more of a meet the teacher, you know, get parents in the building, which was a huge success. Mm-hmm. Um, our next um, opening is February 2nd. It's going to be our Ready to Work Expo. So Ready to Work is is sort of a combination of open house slash industry partners come in. Um, in the past, we've had Klein Tools and UTA and just several of our other industry partners. And the idea behind the Ready to Work Expo is that we are trying to connect those seniors that are months, two months away from walking the stage and graduating with industry partners that are really looking to connect with them and possibly hire them straight out of high school because they know that they have these skills and they even have certifications that make them ready to work. And so that's the beauty of that. And the purpose behind it is to get them connected with our community partners. And the awesome thing about the Ready to Work Expo is a lot of those eighth graders who have come through career pathways, it's another opportunity for their parents to really see what they can walk into as a freshman. Man, the earlier we can get you in, the better, because our goal is to get every one of our students uh, that's that's interested. Every one of our programs of study hosts a practicum program, which is our internship program. And that's really, again, where all those light bulbs go off. So you've been in the classroom, but you get that opportunity to sit next to a professional in that industry and in that career and really do some job shadowing and skills and get some good projects and work in. But you have to have a minimum of three year, three credits in your program of study before you're eligible for that practicum program. So getting you at that junior or senior year, sometimes it's too late for you to get that final opportunity. So still a great resource. We want you at any age to come and be a part of Ben Barber because we really believe that that is a big part of this career, college and life readiness. But that internship program is really where so many of our kids get to connect the dots. There's uh, a law library. There's there's medical. Mm-hmm. There's, of course, broadcasting. Shout out to Nathan Wood, who actually worked in broadcasting. So yes. you're working with professionals. But then you've also got the... Um, the auto shop, which is huge. The robotics, which is also huge, named after the the pickle plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fighting pickles. The fighting pickles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so in the minute or so that we have left, is there anything that you would like to uh, conclude uh, regarding Ben Barber? We just talked about employability skills in our principles of business class. And when we're talking about the fact that these kids, their their full-time job right now is, is education. They're students. Yep. And so when we're building their resumes, the bulk of their resume should be education. But the Ben Barber classes are really what set them apart from other kids. Everybody takes English. Everybody takes math. Everybody takes science. And so when employers are looking at those resumes, I know high school students have taken all those classes, but then to be able to see that you've taken principles of business, marketing, and finance, you've taken retail marketing and fashion marketing, those things are what employers are looking at that say, you're different. Um, and that's, that's what we're really trying to equip our kids with is those things that set them apart on a resume uh, that don't just get lost in the mix. Parents, there you have it. Ben Barber is the place to go for a myriad of of specialties. And Leslie Waldson, Leanne Templin, appreciate your time. And thanks for being on About Mansfield. Thanks for having us. I'm Mansfield Police Chief Tracy Aaron, and you are listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Again, we are just steps away from the TMAC conference, the Texas Manufacturers Assistance Center conference that is taking place. Uh, We're broadcasting on October 7th from the Cellmark building right here in Mansfield. 
And uh, they've been so gracious in supplying me with guests. And uh, like I said, we are just uh, steps down the hall from them. In the studio right now, uh, I've actually been looking forward to this because um, uh, I have very close connections with UTA. And uh, number one, UTA president, the brand new UTA president, Dr. Jennifer Cowley, welcome to About Mansfield. Thank you. I'm so glad to be able to join you today. First of all, I've been asking this with, with a lot of the people who have been coming in. What is your connection with manufacturing? You're, you're obviously with a major university, a tier one university. And how does that tie into manufacturing and with TMAC? Well, manufacturing is a really important part of our overall economy in the region. And, you know, being right here in Mansfield, we have a number of manufacturers that are right here and doing business. And so we have a very important role to play. We provide uh, much of the talent that these manufacturers need, whether it's the engineers that are going to work on the manufacturing process to product design to all of the business aspects. We're really here to be an effective partner and to help our manufacturers grow. And that's what I've been hearing from uh, from the, the previous guests as well, is that really there are two uh, two main factors to, to manufacturing, is that there is there are the those that are creating, and then there, but there's also the business end of it, and that a lot of people uh, think, well, I want to get into something, but they always overlook the business end of it, where you've got the, from the CEO on down to the accounting, down to that, the... Um, and so there are opportunity opportunities for students to go in not only into engineering but also to the business side. Absolutely. And it's not just there. You think about companies have um, advertising, package design, you know, marketing, you, graphic marketing, design, and yes, uh, the whole social nine. media. Absolutely. And so there's a place for graduates across UTA to be part of the manufacturing industry. And that's what UTA offers. Absolutely. And if I recall, there's I've mentioned social media. Our, our producer right behind me, Jonathan, uh, took a social media course at UTA. And who would think that in, well, you know, 10 years ago when, or 15, 20 years ago when there was no social media, that your university is creating courses for the current times. Absolutely. And so one of the important things that TMAC does is connects with manufacturers to understand their needs. And we're an important host for TMAC to be able to be housed at UTA. And so we're always asking, what is it that our manufacturers need and how can we grow alongside them? There are new skills that need to be developed, whether it's, you know, social media acumen as the example that you've given, or a new area of engineering innovation that we need to be part of. We want to work hand in hand with those partners. I keep hearing robots, 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 robots. That, that's, that's the future. And that robots are not taking away jobs. They're actually creating jobs because you need people to program those robots. Absolutely. So I would say, I'm not going to say robots. I'm going to say automation. Okay. So how do we think of those repetitive tasks mm -hmm. that can be improved through automation? So if you think about automotive manufacturing, holding your arms up all day, installing parts, that's not good for your body. Right. So what are the robotic assistants that can help in doing some of the jobs that are physically difficult on our bodies? And then what are the jobs that we need to develop in order to support that automation? So software engineering has 
has just blown up in terms of the demand that everything from finance to manufacturing, you name it, there is a software uh, basis to that. And so that's a new and growing area of interest. Can I talk about you for a second? Sure. Okay. You are the first female president of UTA. This has all come full circle because you graduated from Martin High School and you took off for a while. You were the president of the, uh, the university up there in Denton and eventually came back to Arlington. Um, number one, being the first female president. How's it feel to be the first well, I'll say it's really fun to be able to return uh, to my hometown. You know, uh, I we had many football nights. We were pa- playing against Mansfield, you yeah. know, a little bit of rivalry there, but also lots of friendships and fun. And so the ability to come back to your hometown and lead your, uh, you know, hometown university, well, that's just amazing. You know, being the first female president, um, yes, it's a big deal. It's an honor to be able to show to so many uh, what is possible. But, of course, that's just a, a small moment in time. And it's really about the impact that we're going to create on the communities that we serve. Can I put in a request? Sure. Bring football back to UTA? Oh, you know, that comes up almost (laughs) every day. But you know what? Uh, You know, we're very proud of UTA Athletics. We encourage everybody to come out and support our amazing basketball team, our amazing volleyball team. I was out at the volleyball game last night. They are doing a fantastic job. We've got all of our sports. And so just say support UTA Athletics. And who knows, one day, maybe football. There was a little tongue-in-cheek with that question. But uh, uh, UTA President uh, Dr. Dr. Jennifer Cowley, uh, any shout outs, any recap, anything you want? To, the mic is yours. We were, you get like a minute left in this, this interview. So I'd say the Texas Manufacturing Assistance Center is a national gem, and it's actually part of a national network of manufacturing assistance centers. We're very proud to host them at the University of Texas at Arlington, and their role is to really support our manufacturing economy. And so we want to make sure businesses, big, small, that we're able to help and support them in doing the good work that they're doing. And would just say there are countless examples of how we can help companies develop from an idea into making a manufacturing plan a possibility. Dr. Kelly, appreciate you being on About Mansfield. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm Jason Moore, Executive Director of Mansfield Economic Development Corporation, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, broadcasting. Uh, today is October 7th, Friday, and we are broadcasting just steps down the hall from the TMAC conference, which is taking place here at Selmark Corporation right here in Mansfield, Texas. Uh, TMAC, of course, stands for Texas Manufacturing Assistance Center, and we have been uh, graced with a variety of experts in their field, and one of them is actually sitting right here in front of me. She is Praveena Raghavan. She is the NIST MEP Director, now the MEP Manufacturing Extension Partnership uh, Director, and uh, she comes uh, comes to us from Washington, D.C., and was our keynote speaker today. Yes, it was exciting. It's exciting to be here in Mansfield on Manufacturing Day where we get to celebrate all things manufacturing. And today, if I recall, is National Manufacturing Day. It is so it's, it's not just something that, that TMAC threw together saying, hey, let's do a manufacturing day. 
it's National Manufacturing Day. And so how does that uh, play into, because you're part of the Department of Commerce, which is national, <laughs> how does National Manufacturing Day play into what you do? Yeah, um, I mean, it's actually the best day, uh, kind of like the other Small Business Saturday. A lot of people don't know about Manufacturing Day, which is today, and it really gets to show, highlight what manufacturing means. It's not an old, dirty job. It's something cool, technology. I mean, we had robots on the floor, robot dogs by kids. Oh, um, wow. You know, how do you actually take all that, harness that technology you see? Um, and sci-fi films are actually right now on the production floor of manufacturing and how does it grow jobs and how it's a really amazing place to work. And so uh, we get lucky. Companies like Cellmark um, and, uh, and, and, and Mouser open their doors so that the public can come and see. And more importantly, that we can influence a generation of kids that manufacturing is going to be the next cool thing to be uh, to do in your life. I just heard the the announcer saying uh, if you're going to there's also the Klein Tools yep. uh, and isn't there I think that I heard something about a hospital tour yes. and that uh, the the manufacturers here in in Mansfield are opening their doors to industry uh, professionals and experts and uh, you mentioned Mauser and and I've been watching here in the halls of of Soulmark, that yep. there have been multiple tours. Yeah, I'm excited. Around. I'm going to be going on a tour just to see what they do. What I mean, it's amazing to see how they've made this entire place from a small unit into expansion and use different technology. And they're just showing me their semi-clean room. And you know, and and it's kind of interesting because that means obviously it's semi-clean, but that means they can do packaging and processing and things that people don't associate with manufacturers. And what's great is 98% of the manufacturers in this country are small, like this, a small yeah. business in a small town, making a difference both to the economy. And that's what we want to highlight on Manufacturing Day. And, and it's been interesting watching Selmark grow over the years. The, literally, it went from what what they call around here 1.0 mm -hmm. and 2.0. And now the, the expansion, which you and I are sitting in a brand new podcast studio. We just moved in yesterday. Uh, we call this 3.0. And, and including this entire expansion where you gave your keynote speech right. and the, the entire upstairs. Um, I'll be, this is one of the few manufacturers I saw has an entire kitted gym and bar. Like I think yes. that's pretty impressive. Which is funny because you can see you can see the bar from the gym. Yeah, it's an incentive to keep <laughs> working out. That's right. That's right. What's going on at the the national level in terms of what you do and and manufacturing? So um, I run the manufacturing extension partnership with has has fifty one centers, so one center in every state um, and one in Puerto Rico, which has forty five hundred on the ground um, manufacturing specialists. So what they do is they go into small medium manufacturers and help them figure out things from how do I make this cobot work to I have a workforce problem. What do I do with cybersecurity? What is cybersecurity? Is there different technology we can put on the floor? That is a big issue right now in Mansfield mm -hmm. because the school district was a victim of cyber attack just three or four weeks ago. I didn't know that. So yeah. that, that's the case in point. In fact, one of uh, the, the uh, large suppliers we work with, they said when they look through the cybersecurity, and a lot of people think for defense, like, you know, it's got to be secure data and, and, you know, being like a lockbox. They said the number one thing in cybersecurity is people going on phishing, right? Uh, oh, phishing, yeah. sorry. So yeah, open up an email and all of a sudden your entire uh, system is locked up because someone has put you on ransomware. You can't get records. So you got to now go back to a manual process. And so what we do is keep talking about how cyber health, just understanding it, even if you're a small business, you're like, oh, it's never going to happen to me. If you touch the internet, it can happen to you. All right. 
Right. So narrowing this down from mm-hmm. fifty from fifty one down to one being Texas. Because that's where we are. Uh, How does Texas rank in terms of the other 50 or 51, including Puerto Rico? Uh, I love all my children equally. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, to be honest, uh, the the team here at TMAC has done an amazing job. Um, They just actually, and this has just happened, we gave the award to a client of theirs that is the first ever in the country to pass the Department of Defense new cybersecurity standard. And so it's a company of 70 people, um, and, and the owner actually was very funny because he said, I, you know, when you get told by the Department of Defense is coming in five days, you're like, I just hope I don't something it up. Um, and uh, he goes, not only did we not, we actually are the first one to be accredited. Uh, and so that is due to TMAC and the partnership with the University of Texas at Arlington and how they really are embracing how uh, where technology needs to go to help manufacturing. You were the keynote speaker without going through the entire speech. What was what was the highlight of your speech? The fact that Rodney owes me money? No, uh, uh, no that's not really it. Uh, to be honest, it's about talking about what happens here. I think, you know, it happens everywhere in the United States. We keep talking about bringing back supply chain, uh, bringing back, making it more resilient, you know, and on a national level, people are like, how does that affect me? What, why should I care? And, you know, I sit there in places like TMAC that works companies like Cellmark and Mouser and Klein Tools really show you that you, know, you can change a community by having a really good manufacturing partner. And so that's the theme is how how does the government, the federal government, support this type of growth and innovation? And, you know, uh, my career has always been in, ec- uh, last few years, decades has been in economic development. And mm-hmm. I always go with this, small businesses are really are the engine. But uh, manufacturing actually brings in, it's the second largest industry that we have in this country, and how are we reinvesting in it? And that's the time now. And places like MEP, which provide hands-on assistance, are so important. And I think you had mentioned at the, the beginning of the, the interview that, that uh, manufacturing is not just get your hands dirty. It's not nuts and bolts. It, it's not just Yes. And bolts. That you and and you mentioned. Here's a word that I had nev- never heard of until earlier today. Cobot. Cobot. Yeah. Cobot. Yeah. All right. Um, it's your robot friend. And you can program cobots and still keep your hands clean. That's correct. And I think what's amazing is there's repetitive tasks, right, that cause error. What you can have a robot do it, a cobot, and it does it, but it needs human interaction. It doesn't know what to think, right? right? So it needs, and so it's pairing that and learning a skill. So you actually will be working with a machine, but that machine will be rapid, quickly doing things, but you still need that human. Um, and so I always say, I was teasing in the conversation that uh, AI and, you know, we talk about AI and robotics, they're not mm-hmm. going to take over, but what they're going to do is help us to enhance the current workforce, right? Because it'll allow us to have people have longer longevity and careers in manufacturing. And then even virtual reality of being able to wear the the, the glasses. I was talking with the, the president of our hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we have two hospitals. The president with Methodist Mansfield about virtual reality of being able to uh, do a virtual heart surgery mm-hmm. over and over and over until you perfect it right. virtually. And then you can go in and do it on the real deal. And and that's uh, technology is amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. But I always tell people, remember, it's helping us do what we do well, right? So that heart surgeon still has to learn. And, you know, and that's where I think we can 
ignite the imagination of kids today on how do we make it better and how do we manufacture it better um, to give them opportunity. Because one of the great things is 81% of manufacturing jobs are entry level. You don't need to have had prior experience. And think about that. Uh, Many of the things we tell people are like, oh, you can't get this because you don't have the education. You don't have the background. You don't have the technology. Well, manufacturers can teach you that. And then one day you could actually own something like this and become a small business owner, which is amazing. There you go. You could be the next James, not you, not you, me, you, for, you, you <laughs> someone could be the next, next James Sellers yeah. and, uh, and be the president, the founder, the CEO of a company just like Selmark, exactly. which manufactures and ships all over the world. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, the, your, your title again is NIST Manufacturing Extension Partnership. NIST stands for? The National Institute of Standards and Technology. So think a lot of some of the world-class scientists who actually put all these standards that you look at, why your pen weighs this way it does, why cybersecurity standards are set. These are world-renowned scientists uh, in Gaithersburg, Maryland, who make that happen every day. In the minute or so that we uh, that we have left, uh, do you want to give me shout outs? Come on, to maybe recap uh, what you do at, uh, at, at NIST or, or sure. shout out. Sure. I want to first give out a shout out to T-Mac and Rodney and uh, Ms., uh, James Sellers for actually hosting this. I think it's fantastic. Uh, couldn't have a better poster child for Manufacturing Day. And also, I would just say, get, get people curious. You want to know what manufacturers do and how they impact Go talk to one and figure out what they're really doing to impact your life. And perhaps then we can look at our supply chain uh, scarcity issues and actually come back and have jobs here in America that we can have that supply chain and people can uh, reinvigorate the economy around us. Praveena Raghavan, uh, first of all, welcome to Texas. And uh, may this not be your last trip to Texas. I'm coming to see what the uh, mayor of Mansfield said. You guys are going to get a technology park. That's my next trip here. Absolutely. And will you be here for the happy hour? I will. Unfortunately not. I'm getting back on a plane to to the DC. I was going to say New York. That's where I'm from originally. I heard there's some great (laughs) entertainment going on upstairs tonight, but um, I won't tell you about that. Sorry. I have chocolates. Appreciate you being on About Mansfield. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Hello, this is Mayor Michael Evans, and you're listening to About Mansfield. It's been a busy day at About Mansfield uh, with the TMAC conference taking place at the Selmark Corporation here on Heritage Parkway in Mansfield. And the final interview for the day is... I'm I'm gonna say the man who put it all together. I, I now oh, you that, can I know that you're gonna you're gonna put credit someplace else. Definitely wasn't me. I, I'm the one that said I pushed the rock over the ledge and everybody else had to deal with it for the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> so. James James Sellers, the founder and CEO of Selmark, is here and you you just uh it's it's done. The, the, I mean, really, you're just the dust is settling. Right. The, the TMAC conference. Let's kind of do a little recap. That wow. Uh, so it's interesting how these things happen. It started with the idea of the relevance of grand openings. Actually, of all yeah. things. So um, a lot of the employees and people felt we worked hard to get this point. We finally finished or we built this building and we built it for more people than just the people inside the building in yeah. mind. And so there's discussions of like, you know, do how do we share this or do we have an opening and, um, ribbon cuttings and openings, you know, honestly, Dime I think people, doesn't. they happen they, everywhere. They don't, it doesn't really excite people anymore. Okay. And, you know, and I, th- I think, you know, what we want to be and try to think about what's the, what's the objective of getting together 
And it really is about getting a diverse group of people with different perspectives that all can work together to create a greater outcome. Mm -hmm. And who are those people you'd want in a room together? And since we're a manufacturer and when you're in, you know, we'd like to see leading manufacturers, people that are investing in the latest technologies and focus on innovation and taking those, making those hard decisions and make those investments to make the world a better place and create great new products and bring ideas to life. So that for us, well, I'd like to learn about what other people are doing there. So um, Southwest Merit is an organization in town right. that we do that. We bring the manufacturers together, network, helps solve problems. We even, we might even throw a, um, a recommendation to, to Austin or Washington about some policy that is hurting us or could help us. One of them in the room. And then we thought about, well, what is the biggest pain point that we're all having right now? And the biggest pain point we have right now is education. Sure. We have an education crisis in this country. And if it wasn't for great education institutions like University of Texas at Arlington, who's creating great minds, great engineers, great business students, and in the arts and school of architecture all over across <laughs> the campus, there's like fantastic <laughs> students being generated that are changing industries for the better. And we're so grateful to have them as a community member. So we're like, yes, we need... UTA there and we need the college of business. We need all the schools there. But even taking that one step further or mm -hmm. one step below would be Ben Barber, which well, was also here. hundred percent. The yeah. thing is that for us living in Mansfield, we are blessed with a great school system and mm -hmm. it's even better than people know that have kids in elementary school and high school here. They do such amazing work at Ben Barber and give these students chances to learn uh, about what they can do early in age. So when they go to college, they actually could study something that they actually use when they get out. Right. I mean, what a crazy idea. I mean, we had students, um, well, okay, so that is definitely somebody we need. We need MISD and Ben Barber specifically um, to be involved because that's where the, the great minds of the future are coming from. And then we're thinking, okay, well, how did we get to where we are? We didn't do it by ourselves. And then I was thinking, well, that's city of Mansfield. The city of Mansfield, in a very critical time when we were basically homeless trying to find a place to continue to grow the business. And we couldn't find anything that worked and the economy was tough. It was hard to get loans and we, there's nothing. And, um, we were going to take the business and leave town and the city of Mansfield said, Nope, we, we believe that you could be something important for the city someday. And, and they supported us in a time that very few people did. And, you know, they saw the, the potential and, um, we're really grateful. We worked with them to stay here and, and we've had a great relationships, uh, with the MEDC, uh, to try to, to not only help us get here, but then keep us here and help us grow. Right. Um, Jason Moore was here today, um, mm -hmm. representing, uh, Joe Slinsky with the city has been very helpful of trying to navigate, uh, what the city is looking for to create the best environment and the best future for the city and then incorporate that vision in there. So we definitely wanted the city there. Another, the other avenue is our police. Sure. Um, the police in Mansfield, fantastic, the best, nicest group of guys, professionals. They, um, again, I don't think Selmark would develop the level of technology and the level of performance in our products if there wasn't, um, you know, a time, a chief Fowler when, um, was the, the, the chief of police and we thought we had product that was going to be great for law enforcement. This is many, many years ago. Right. He said, well, let's test it. We'll show our guys what you got. And they were very, very critical. Hmm. And they're like, no, law enforcement needs this. We don't like that. We need it this way. You know, no one will use this. And 
Honest feedback is the most important thing you can ever get for a technology striving company. You can't have people tell you that it is perfect. Keep doing what you're doing and, and put something on the market that the market doesn't want. So the Mansfield police actually had a, 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 a say in what might be the Pulsar or Sightmark or... Product. As it is today. Yeah. And it's being used by law enforcement. Very early on, they looked at the, the first thermal products that were developing, the first red dots and rifle scopes. And we learned things about law enforcement, how they use products that we didn't know. Because we're not, you know, at that time, we didn't have anybody in the company that was former law enforcement. So um, that was very, very important. Now, that, with that said, um, you know, they do training. They have an expert. Um, they have a fantastic training program. They even go to Fort Hood mm-hmm. and they train at Fort Hood and they and they took some of our products down there and they ran it through the, the grinder and we they brought back the product and they told us what didn't perform the way we wanted to and what they needed. And over the next maybe 10 years... We rolled up our sleeves and we kept going back to the drawing boards. We come up with new designs and we tested it. And it really was because of those early stages where we had that initial feedback that we have product now that is law enforcement ready and it's being used by law enforcement and agencies across the country. And now with, with some of our um, other brands around the world. Um, so that's really important. So, um, and then, you know, I was thinking too, is like, you know, the first reason people come and live in Mansfield um, is the schools it's because of the schools? The, the second is yeah. you could say it's the city, you know, with all the parks and and the, the safety and low crime and all that. Mm-hmm. What would be the third thing? Maybe second now because it's also becoming very known for this. Uh, that we're about to get an HEB. The HEB. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, some people would say HEB number one on the list. Apparently, <laughs> um, I would say it's the health. I yeah. think Mansfield yeah. now is like leading health and, you know, I think it's so important with the changes that I think they're on the horizon and, um, to be in a community that takes health seriously. And we, well, and the HEB is going to sell organic <laughs> produce and stuff. Yeah. Because we're, related. because we're a healthy community. All right. So that makes sense. So that's how I tied support. all that together. Yeah. 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 I like that. So, you know, we all, all of us need to do better with our health and, you know, we're living longer, let's live healthier, happier. So that's really important. And, um, you know, my wife, Dr. Sellers, I don't know if you had her on recently. I know Mm -hmm. she'd been on the show before. Um, she's got a new vision of, of trying to bridge those gaps and find, you know, whole holistic health approaches that work for people to keep them moving, keep them healthy, um, which is great. So, you know, but the thing is, it's not a one, solution. You, you need the hospitals, you need the clinics, you need the emergency centers, you need, you need all the specialists, you need everybody and they all have a different role to play. So what we need to do is get them all in the same room yeah, and talk about what our problems are. We have an older demographic in manufacturing. They're living longer and they're working longer. You have a wide range of incomes. You have some people that are hourly wage earners in their sixties, still on a machine you know, floor, still working. Right. They can't afford to retire. Um, they're not taking care of themselves. They're not living healthy lifestyles. It's not going to end well for them. So we need to do more preventive care earlier so that we have a healthier population here. So I think it's so wonderful to have, um, you know, a chance to get all those different people with perspectives talking about health. So, you know, and then you have organizations that provide assistance and support. And uh, for us, that was that's TMAC and there's the NIST and the MEP, mm-hmm. which you've, you've met with as well. Um, and a good host of other agencies. So I think if you can get those people in a room together and get the right people, the people that make policy and set direction of the organizations and start talking about what 
ideas or what solutions worked here or what they could do or learn about the problems, we can start solving those problems together and make the community, you know, in a broad sense, not just Mansfield, but Texas and the country uh, better and build a healthier workforce and, and better technologies and bring manufacturing back to the United States. And then make sure that we start developing technology and innovation at such a clip that we don't have to worry about foreign countries dominating important industries anymore, that they start coming back to the United States. And I think that is really exciting. So that's really what today end up being about is about our community, about manufacturing, about health, about education, and about great governance and good people trying to help each other. Today is National Manufacturing Day. Yes, sir. Was it by coincidence that October 7th was chosen for the TMAC conference, or did they say, hey, the October 7th? Because I asked that because you just got your certificate of occupancy. Like a week ago? A week ago. Maybe. I don't know. And yeah. and so had that CO not been issued <sighs> yes. until, say, this coming Monday... We uh, would have been in trouble. But yeah. again, the relationship with the city is so good, oh, and, yeah. um, the city managers and all their staff. Um, yeah, we did put this date on a long time ago. We actually thought we would be in the building for a year before right. we would <laughs> have an event here because we're a manufacturing company. We have a lot of moving parts. Just because the building's finished doesn't mean it's fully functional and everything's working. Um, the October 7th date was randomly picked. And when we decided that we weren't going to do a grand opening, we weren't going to mess with that, we, we actually at one point thought, well, maybe it was invite a couple of our friends in the community to help us get to where we are right? and have them come over and, you know, just hang out with them. And anyway, so when we canceled it, actually it was Lynn from TMAC goes, that's National Manufacturing Day. You got to do something. <laughs> and it's like, if you're not going to do that, why don't you do a, a manufacturing day and, and, um, Rodney and the leadership of TMAC um, in the city were like, yes, we want to do this. Let's make this happen. And it's only by the grace of God and the hard work of all the Selmark employees that should be doing other things that stopped they did for the last two months and really put on an ex extraordinarily amazing effort. Yeah. Um, you were you were in the same boat. You're supposed to have this space in November last year. Yeah, sometime yeah. around there. And you moved in. When did what was your moving date? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Well, <laughs> welcome to the new space. It looks <laughs> amazing. You should see the artwork on the walls and everything's yes. not here yet. So <laughs> <laughs> the walls are bare white. Uh they will be in, yeah. yes, in about two weeks. This is going to be a killer. But you know studio. you did something that I couldn't do. You have your logo on the door. Um so a funny story, um we were rushing to get things ready for the event and yeah. one of the things to me is, you know, the signage to make it easy to figure out where to park and how to get in the building and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so we rushed it and it didn't go through my creative team. And the the guy that was working to put the decaling used a standard font they had on file. And it's a sand surf type font with little kickers in the, yeah. the font. I think that's what it's called. Serifs. 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 Yeah. yeah. And um, I told him Nick's nay on that. So we ripped all that down and everyone's coming to a building that didn't have proper signage. So I apologize to everybody came here today. We'll definitely get this better uh, next time. But um, it was so much fun just to listen to conversations and people talking and, you know, sharing a space that we hope would be filled with great ideas and great people and to have it overfill with the most amazing people that I can imagine having a room together. Will there be a TMAC conference too next year? 
You know, it's funny if this was known that this is something that I'm going to put my staff through again, I, I think I might have <laughs> a problem. Um, you know, they did so much work, but everybody that was helping for the last couple of months has a dozen other jobs yeah, related is, to... Is charcuterie board on... Charcuterie board... On, is, is it on her is, her yeah, job description? The the doctor usually doesn't make charcuterie board, <laughs> but she, did it, she does it so well. She has a... She could. Um... <laughs> yeah, we have uh, some very high-level, very talented people working on a lot of stuff. They're doing a great job at it. Um, but our number one mission is to provide the best products to outdoor lifestyle enthusiasts. Can, so I need to do that at some point. Can I give a shout-out to your building maintenance people? Sure, who, absolutely. Who apparently were here. They Almost were at midnight. Last night, midnight. Yeah. And not Maybe only last night, it. but nights before that as yeah. well who were putting the stage together putting the sound together they were steaming tablecloths yeah, by they, hand oh i'm and because they arrived and, and they just got unpacked and they needed to be steamed but we didn't anyway there's a lot of yeah. details if you ever have an event so a little shout out to richard and rich and alex and steven who were all yep. here late late, and late mike late and jeffrey night. and sylvia and, and so many people in the company really saw the importance of making this a good event and wanted a manufacturing day to be successful. Um, wanted a place where people could come together and, and really, I think it was very successful. I don't know. What do you think, yeah. Steve? I, well, you, you and T-Mac and uh, you, you brought 10 people for me to interview. And it, it's I mean, actually heavy, I, I mean, intelligent, yeah. capable leaders um, that were here. Yeah, it, that's awesome. From doctors to CEOs to uh, the uh, your keynote speaker, Pravina Raghavan, who is uh, he's, she's from the Department of Commerce. Yeah, I mean, they came in from the, Washington for yeah. this. Yeah, so. And then we had somebody uh, from the governor's office came. We had David Cook, state rep, and he talked to him. We've had a lot of leadership from all over came in to support. And really, you know, I think there's a lot of resources and talent right here in Mansfield and people coming. And now we're going to be going back with the knowledge of what we're doing here in Mansfield, which is pretty cool. People in Washington might be talking about, you should see what Mansfield's doing and see what these manufacturers got going on in Mansfield and Klein right. Tool and Mauser and the hospitals that we have and, and T-Mac and how they're bringing manufacturing back to Texas and stuff. And, you know, I think that's very positive. And uh, we are, it's about a community. It's always about the people at the end of the day. And, um, you know, you're only as good and as strong as your community and the people right. in that community. So it was great. James, uh, <laughs> fantastic event. Thank and you. yeah, if you do it again, you know, you know where to find me. I'm yeah. right down the hall. Well, I'm here to help promote it. I appreciate it. it. Just give me, give me a little time and then I'll, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't say no to good people. It's difficult. There you go. <laughs> James Sellers, CEO, founder of Selmark Corporation and uh, one of the the major organizers of the TMAC conference uh, here at the uh, the Selmark building. Thanks for being thank on you, the Steve. Mansfield. Appreciate it. Hey, I want to thank you all for listening. If you want to hear the other episodes of this TMAC series, head on over to your favorite podcast player. It could be Spotify, Google, Apple, or even our website, aboutmansfield.com, and you will find the other episodes. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to About Mansfield.